empezar tu tercera temporada en el Real Madrid, ¿cómo estás? ¿Cómo te sientes? Uh, me siento muy bien. Uh, yo espero que podamos jugar buen fútbol y ganar uh, muchos uh, títulos. Well, sit, children. Let me give you the subject of the day. Podcast in chewy, chewy, sour, gu- sour gummy bears. Haribo, baby. Haribo sour gummy. We're in downtown Los Angeles today. DTLA. We're in a beautiful conference room in my girlfriend's uh, apartment complex. Apartments nowadays are pretty crazy. Like the new operations. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have this like every in- amenity you could possibly need. Oh, man. It's, uh, yeah, this place is, is pretty outstanding. Very, um, Modern, as opposed to like if you lived in downtown, you know, eight years ago, everything was kind of like a a work in progress. A work in progress. <laughs> uh, you had the whole like exposed brick and like the high ceilings, and that was cool and shit. But um, maybe you didn't have AC or uh, plumbing was a little lax, or like you know oh, there was man. always some weird issues. Bodies <laughs> and water towers. Yeah, bodies and water towers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Google that for anyone that's uninitiated. Yeah, I remember that. I was walking my dog when that happened on the, on the roof of uh, PE Lofts. Anyway, we are a soccer podcast. Enough about downtown Los Angeles. Let's talk about... Man, it's been the most lit international break. It wasn't that boring. I didn't watch much soccer, but... The, it, the was, it was lit not because of the soccer. It was yeah. lit because of the drama and the shit show that happens. And it's exactly why I love sports more than television or movies. That's why <laughs> soccer is the greatest drama in all of... The world, really. Um, so let's get into some of what we're going to talk about. Pochettino out at Spurs. Holy fuck. I, everyone was shook by that oh, once yeah. that news broke. Mourinho in at Spurs. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> the supervillain is back. Bale uh, takes a picture with a flag after a Wales game. Let me put it into context. Is injured for Madrid for about a month. Excuse me. Is injured for Madrid for about a month. Doesn't play for about a month. All of a sudden, an international break comes around. Hey, I'm healthy. Does well. Plays for Wales, as he always does. And then comes out with a flag where he's shitting on Madrid, essentially. Uh, we'll get to that. I have a lot to say about that, as you can imagine. Uh, then we're going to get into some MLS talk. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the MLS Cup, which we haven't talked about that Yet, uh, yeah, we took a week off. We're really gonna glaze over that for sure because I don't really care. <laughs> uh, LAFC lose the UN, uh, MLS versus La Liga MX uh, All Stars was announced, gonna happen in Los Angeles in our backyard, which I'm super excited about. And the Chicago Fire new logo rebrand, oh rebrand. My God. Lots to say about that as well. Let's get it started with the big one Pochettino out at Spurs. Whoa! It's insane. The, the the greatest Whoa. Spurs manager of all time. <laughs> you know what's you so know what I mean? crazy about that? Like, that isn't an overstatement in the slightest. No. Yeah. 
even though there was so many funny in- infographics showing like greatest Spurs manager of all time and all the, the cabinet trophy list is zero, zero, zero. zero. <laughs> yeah, because you look at the CV and it's like made the Champions League final. Yeah. Which is a, like, come on. Not this easy, is, but. This is the thing. Making the Champions League final is a big fucking deal. Making a Champions League final if you're Spurs is a massive deal. Everything, dude. Mm-hmm. It's everything. You've never come close. Yeah. You've never come close. What are you doing? In my opinion, I'm like, how? Yeah. It, it's. I guess I was reading things that he was. He lost the dressing room. I guess the players were burnt on I him. I don't know if I believe that, bro. Because unanimously, like, when, I'll give you an example. When Rafa Benitez got fired at Madrid, I don't think there was a single player that said shit to him. Maybe there was, like, one or two. Mm-hmm. But pretty much unanimously, there was all this, like, like subtweeting and, like, like, Benzema posted a picture of him and Ozil and, like, a bunch of players, like, laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, Just, fuck. like, good riddance. Yeah, like, bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah, so... I don't do Deli Ali, Son, everyone came out and like supported him yeah. like, unanimously. Um, I think it's a huge uh, mistake. Something must have happened with him and the board. I think, it's, I think it's a huge mistake, man. I, I, of course it is. He was a, a more than decent manager for them. And dude, someone that like completely is keeping that club on the right track. Yeah. And, and he's the guy he's leading that club in the right direction as much as I hate to say it. So it's hilarious that they got rid of him because I don't know if Mourinho, I mean, <laughs> Mourinho is going to be great. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I was even loosely open to him uh, being the mar- manager at Arsenal, hypothetically. Oh man, there's so just many because, Arsenal like, fans that are like, oh the, thank God. The entertainment value and just like what he brings, he's just larger oh, dude, than life. I mean, already, right? So like the, yeah. one of the first interviews with Jose Mourinho is... They go, uh, you know, a couple of years ago when you were at Chelsea, you said that you would never play for Spurs. And he goes, I, I respect the Chelsea fans too much. He's like, yeah, and then I got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah! And then they were talking about, uh, there was another quote, something to the effect of like, do you think it affects Spurs negatively when they lost the Champions League final? Or something to that effect. I don't know. I'm, I'm like... Uh, that's not the like exact they're still quote. in a hangover. Yeah, that's from, not the exact quote. It. That's not the exact quote. But Mourinho goes, I don't know. I've never lost a Champions League final. <laughs> Fuck, my man is. I, I don't know what that feels like. It's been thirty minutes. <laughs> like, yeah, like he doesn't. He, you know, he knows how to win stuff. That's the scary thing. He does know how to win and stuff. I mean, and did. I will say this. Okay, so here's here's the thing. I look at Mourinho's, like, last, his failures. Chelsea, Man United. Like, his last season at Chelsea. I think he mm-hmm. probably lost the dressing room and then shit got out of control. Mm-hmm. But the year before, he won the league with Chelsea. Right? Won the Europa with Man United. Mm-hmm. But was never, I feel like he never really got his, like, roots in there and, like, was able to really influence like he wanted. Right? I think it, there was always going to be an uphill battle. Him and Pogba clearly had issues. I think it was similar to him at Madrid then? No, at Madrid he won the league. He, yeah, 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 yeah. He won Copa del Rey. But uh, he was yeah. just like dealing with that club that's that massive. 
Yeah, but at at Madrid it was it was a different story. I think he was still like I think at his, uh, that was like the last year of his prime. I would say okay. was at Madrid, uh, and then really what happened? When people forget about Mourinho's last couple last year really at Madrid, they destroyed Barcelona. Uh, they won Copa del Rey. They beat Barcelona in that final, mm-hmm. and then they they beat Barcelona two or three times consecutively, which it would ha- which hadn't happened in years, especially with that team, mm-hmm. with Xavi and Iniesta, those guys dominating and being in that at their, you know, at their peak. Mourinho really punked Guardiola, and Guardiola didn't like it, mm-hmm. you know, and then he would punk Guardiola uh, down the line also. But it was just. I feel like that was his his peak. I feel like he's st- all those guys respected him. Uh, Ramos, uh, Cristiano, everyone still respected him at the time. Um, so moving on to Chelsea, it was a different thing. And Man United really, I, to me, that's where you saw him unravel. As far as like, he was always great about protecting his players, and I, a lot of his antics. And I think people get get lost or get confused, and that he's arrogant. And he's he's he is. Don't get me wrong. One hundred percent. Yeah. But everything he does is is. Usually calculated. Very calculated. You know what I mean? He's not just saying things to fucking say them. He's saying things... With a purpose. For, with a purpose and to draw light away from players, to relieve tension and mm-hmm. pressure away from players that have played bad. Mm-hmm. And at Man United was the first time I saw him really go at some of his own players. Really go at like guys like Luke Shaw, mm-hmm. Pogba, etc., etc. So it was... I think from the beginning, he never had that dressing room and it was tough for him to really get his... I don't think he even had the board there. It's like as yeah, much Yeah, I mean, he spent a lot. He did, but, uh, you know, I think that's the nature. People look at, like, the, ex- the, the his his spendings or, like, what he spent at, at United, and they're like, he's not going to get that at Spurs. And what you have to realize is, like, the players are more expensive. So it's not like he bought a whole shit ton of players. It's just the players are more expensive. That's what it is. So, you know, I... There's this thing of like he's gonna need money, and I agree. Spurs are not doing well. I think you're seeing what's happening with the lack of depth. They went deep into the season last season, and they're basically the same squad, and they're tired. Yep. And they're tired, and they don't have the depth, and that's that's what happens, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a you big need boy, a full team. If you're gonna be a big boy, mm-hmm. if you're gonna be on the level of Bayern, Madrid, Barcelona, you need to have. Second, third strings that you can throw in there, and and, and Spurs. So it's like fatigue because they use the the same core yeah, too often. Of course. And so look at Ericsson. Ericsson's like a fucking. I don't know what has happened to him. He went from possibly going to Madrid to like nah. <laughs> like no one off the pace. He just he he's out of it. He looks exhausted, you know, and he looks just like over it, you know. It's so weird to see. Um. I don't know if that's the best fit for Mourinho. I don't know if it's the best fit for I, Spurs. I, I the thing with Mourinho is you'll get a couple of good seasons out of it. You might win a trophy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's the right manager to lead that club in the big picture. You know what I mean? I mean, here's the thing. If he gets money, yeah. But when you look at Spurs forever, that's never really been the case, has it? No. Yeah. I mean, they got the new especially, stadium. Especially now because of all the, the yeah. investment in the stadium. I mean, it took. I mean, you can argue that Arsenal still hasn't recovered from that because of the weird, like, I mean, maybe financially they were doing okay, but their decision-making and some of the players they bought was terrible, right? Yeah. It just wasn't good and it didn't, didn't really work out. So, I, you know, smart investment, and then with the core group of guys they have, I think... I mean, it's 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 a it's not. I, I don't I don't see this as like oh they're gonna fucking kill it. 
Like, to me, if Mourinho goes to, like, Man City, I'm like, oh, my God, they're going to win the league for fucking five years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to kill it. Yeah, we don't know if the... Yeah, I, we'll, we'll see. Um, but I think we're going to be entertained. I think the, the North London Derby is going to be oh, man. heightened oh, again. Man. I think he's going to probably really go after Emery and just because knowing Emery's personality. <laughs> you know, it's just going to be entertaining. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to hate that team even more. I hate to say this, but I think they're going to like beat Arsenal and he's just going to be fucking king troll like he always is. Oh, he knows how to get under the skin of the club for sure. Yeah. And I, I don't know. This is the ultimate fuck Arsenal move. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. <laughs> yeah, because it's going to really, really, everything that he said about the club, you know, like, like when we were talking on the previous episode, like he said the shittiest things about the club and the manager and the guy that has a statue at the stadium, you know, so it would have been very weird to bring him in. Well, bro, that's why when there was like chatter about him going, there was so many Arsenal fans like, no, yeah. fucking freaking out. You seemed like whatever. Like, I, I was like, you're, it, it's entertainment. Like, you uh, were also like, we can maybe get some results. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you're going to win something. I feel like <laughs> yeah, you're never, he's not going to win. He's, he's won wherever he's gone. Yeah. He's so. never not won. Yeah. I think this is a very unique situation though, because more often than not, he's usually had a big chunk of change to fuck with. Mm-hmm. Maybe not at inter, maybe not at inter. That's one, that's one situation that you could argue differently. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've told people, it's like, if they didn't win with poach, I don't see them really being that much more successful than Mourinho. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I'm not like super threatened by it. Whereas if they got Luis Enrique, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Nah. That, that, that would have been more troubling for me. Nah. I think I think right now with the team they have, the 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 lack of depth is is what's killing Spurs in my opinion. Um, and I think Mourinho will have a bit of a bit of a influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then next season, I think next season is when you, you're going to tell. You're really going to be able to see what, what's going on. Uh, Pochettino to Bayern, possibly. Uh, that, I mean, that seems like <laughs> a great move. That seems crazy because we haven't seen what Pochettino can do with money. Yeah. And Bayern are better than Spurs. <laughs> By, we, we, we've seen it. <laughs> we've seen it. Although <laughs> Bayern paper. isn't doing that well, like hasn't been doing that as well as they have been historically aren't doing that well in the league. I think they're in third at the moment. Let me double check. But they've had a couple of big losses. Um, yeah, Lewandowski's tearing it up, but still, like they had, they they haven't been like classic Bayern, like you know, fucking fifteen points ahead, uh, you know, going into going into December or anything like that, you know. Yeah, and I was telling you, I just like in, in a fantasy world, I wish we would just throw. Open up the checkbook and like, how much do you want? <laughs> do it right now, just because, like the level of disrespect on Spurs. If he would come over and join Arsenal, it would make all the fans would love it. It'd be like Sol Campbell 2.0. You know what I mean? It'd like to to like a whole nother degree. And hypothetically, if we were to win things with him, with him, oh my god, it would destroy that club. You know? Oh my god! I mean, that would have. Been, I mean, it's still not out of the question, right? I, I hypothetically no, but like I, if I, I, but I just don't think I don't see it happening. Like I would have been like, sorry, you're out. Like get him in, get him in, get him in, get him in, give him whatever he wants. To me, clubs should be salivating over Pochettino. You big clubs, yep. big clubs with the ability to. Spend he's a young, talented manager. Young, talented manager. Like I feel like he's a player's man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the or with that statement that he lost the the locker room. The, the I don't see any any signs of that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean. Um, 
usually you can see like players reacting a certain way. That was just something I saw on Reddit. I'm yeah. like, oh, like there has to be something, but yeah, who knows really at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, I, I don't know if I believe that. I've always I've always felt like he's a player's manager. You know what I mean? He's on the he's on their side. They you know, he he he's a former player, so he mm -hmm. he understands and he played at a fairly high level. So it's one of those situations. But also like doing what he did with Spurs, a team that like to be totally honest is not like on paper they're not decent, world beaters. They're not world beaters to make the Champions League final, to keep it close in the final and almost, you know, come out against I mean mm -hmm. they, they 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 were outplayed a little bit by by Liverpool, I would say, but it wasn't like this crazy blowout or anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. If I'm if I'm City or uh eh, maybe not City, if I'm certainly if I'm Arsenal. <laughs> certainly if I'm Arsenal, I'm like, yo, we gotta talk to this man. Yeah. We gotta talk to this man. <laughs> and all the rumors right now are saying the club's like, no, we're behind Emery. There's no discussions being held. And you never really know what, but that's what the club statements have been. And it's just like, fuck, we got to wait till the summer, huh? Yeah, like, we'll then, see how much worse it can get. Yeah. And then you look over at like maybe Italy, maybe he goes to Milan and does a resurgence. Maybe he can go to, I mean, Inter's doing well with Conte, but maybe he can go to like Napoli. Napoli's, in, Napoli's a shit show right now. I don't, know if, I don't know if you've heard about what's going on there, but... There's a there's a shit storm going on there. They went into this thing. It was, and Carlos still there, right? Yeah, which is kind of mind blowing to me. Uh, Ancelotti. So <clears throat> they had a. This was a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, maybe a little bit less. But they were doing so poorly. The results were so bad that the board forced them to go. There's this thing in Italy that they do where they go and they go on a retreat and they're team building. Yeah. <laughs> So they they aren't allowed to like communicate with anyone. They're just like locked in, and it's like figure it out yeah. type of situation. It's like it's like a like a, what do you call it? Like couples can't can't counseling, yeah, or just like a marriage counselor. Like yeah, you're gonna go out to this cabin, and we're gonna really feel what's dude, at the you're bottom. A fucking grown ass adult, you're a soccer player. You think you want to go and I mean, come on, bro. Like you don't want to fucking do that, you know? We're a family. Yeah, <laughs> we're a family. We Damn can't it. work like we can't keep working like this. <laughs> yeah, everyone's sad. So. Maybe something like that, you know. I mean, there's a. I, I to me, if I'm Pochettino, I'm excited. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of opportunities. Oh well, yeah, I mean, he can go play for a real club now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Anthony feels about it. Also, talks potentially that Bale goes back to Spurs in January, in a couple months. I, I think that fuck you flag, as a, it's greasing the wheels of that move. I think that's the oh, hey. Man. I'm leaving in January. Come get me. Okay. Segwaying into... <laughs> Segwaying into Mr. Gareth Bale. For those of you that don't know, Gareth Bale played for Wales uh, earlier in the week. After the match, there was a, f a Welsh flag that said, Wales, golf, Madrid, and then on the bottom it said, in, in that, that order. Okay. Mr. Gareth Bale... <laughs> When you came to the club, I was excited. I met you. You weren't the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> uh, you weren't uh, warm or engaging. Whatever. I get it. You're, you're a soccer player and you're dealing with so many people and all this stuff. That's all good and gravy. Not a problem with that. I'm just kind of like joking. But when it comes to you coming to Madrid, yes, you had your moments. Everyone remembers that Bartra goal when you ended that man's life, yeah. basically. 
everyone remembers, you know, the goal you scored in the Champions League last year, or two years ago, excuse me, that bicycle kick, which was outrageous. He scored some good-ass goals for you guys. You've done some things. You've done some things. Hold on. Let me check my phone right now. It's uh, buzzing. Give me a second. Technical difficulties. Drew just checking his phone. No, no, because it was that, that buzzing was uh, annoying me. Yeah. Um, so, is that me or is that you? I'll just turn off my cellular. I think it might be you. Yeah, bro, go on Wi-Fi. You fucked up I'm, last I'm time. I'm on Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, oh, quick segue. Just so everyone, all the ten people that love this podcast. That phone call with Gorilla FC cost me $130 because yeah. I did it on cellular. Yeah, because this guy's... Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I told him, I was like, hey, man, make sure you do uh, like Apple. What is it? What did I say? Not Apple. Um, it's just like a, FaceTime, FaceTime audio. audio. Yeah, do FaceTime audio. And you're like, yeah. okay, yeah. And you just went like, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I was like, cool. He's, he did it. Because it. it was like right <laughs> as they hit like send on it, I noticed that the number was... It's like, oh, he's in France. So just so you know, I'm like... And I, and I just looked at the corner and said, like, I'm like, oh, okay. And, and then I it looked was at the corner and it said T-Mobile Wi-Fi. And I thought it was clean. I'm like, okay, yeah, T-Mobile. If I use the Wi-Fi through T-Mobile, it's the same. And I was in just kind of in a rush. I just rushed it. I wasn't thinking. And then when the call quality was very up and down, I was yeah. just, it, it hit me during the conversation. I'm like, this is cellular. This isn't on Wi-Fi. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, and then I'm just like, Oh fuck! But whatever, we're, we're we're cruising through the conversation. I'm like, how bad could it be? And then like 15 minutes after we stopped recording, I get a text from T-Mobile like, "Yo, you just had a long ass international call. It's gonna cost you this much." I was like, "God damn it! I fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up royally." Uh, ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, back to the bail thing. Yeah. So Bale does this right. He's had his moments. He's done well. He's done well here and there. The, the, the people commenting on Gareth Bale, and this happens with Madrid and a lot of big teams, this is what happens. People don't watch them all the time. If you're a fan of the EPL or if you're, if you're an Arsenal fan, you don't really watch the Liga that much, mm -hmm. right? You see Real Madrid when there's big games or you see Real Madrid in the Champions League. Mm -hmm. You don't see them game in, game out. The thing is this. Gareth Bale, 80% of the time, does not play well. He's very lackadaisical and blasé, and he gets injured all the fucking time. I've said this over and over and over and over and over and over. So when he goes, and this season has been crazy because Zidane came back, and Zidane isn't his biggest fan, right? No. There's the well-known fact that they don't, they're not the best of friends, right? But to me, what Gareth did is like, homie, you're getting paid... I'm gonna. I don't even know. I'm gonna look. The, this is. It's numbers. Yeah, I, when you play for Madrid, it's like you're getting. It, it, it's a specific club culture. Yes. Yeah. Fifteen Wait, million. Fifteen million euro per year. Okay. Fifteen million euro per year. Okay. So you're gonna come. You're not gonna learn the language. You're not gonna assimilate to to Spanish culture. You're going to be blasé. You're going to get injured all the time. Then you're going to get healthy when it comes time to play for Wales. And then when you play for Wales, you're going to be a fucking world beater. You don't miss a free kick. You know, you, I think he's like, I don't know, he scores, like every time he takes a free kick, he scores for Wales. It's fucking crazy, dude. 
So I don't like it's hard for me to like be on your side in any way. I know you're talented. I know you got like you know, there's a lot of upside, but man, you I don't you don't like the club. It's obvious. You yeah. don't like the club, you're not happy and you're acting like a prima donna. You're yeah. getting paid a lot of money to be there. Your transfer was very fucking expensive. Record transfer fee. Yes. Dog, like you're a, you're a soccer player. You're not a golfer. Sorry. <laughs> Go golf. Go golf, but give it don't 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 like this mentality of like of like and then there's people coming out of Madrid like oh Madrid oh, Madrid supporters look at all the goals he scored I'm like yeah dude if he scores goals against uh, goals against fucking Elche and fucking you know against like Ibar and shit so what little tap-ins and shit big deal yeah but that's the Madrid club culture is unique and unlike anything else where it's just this commitment to this idea of greatness that's unlike any other club in the world but it, see, it's it, and and yes. and it takes a certain personality to be able to break in and become a fan favorite of that club. But dude, let, you don't have to be like, like even Casillas had to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, 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 they're sure. loyalty to nobody. Of the loyalty is to excellence in, in winning. I mean, that's, that's that sadly that yeah. is the way it is. And, and a lot of leg- legends didn't leave in the right way. Raul, yeah. uh, Guti, Zidane was probably one of the few that got mm-hmm. his proper send off and so on and so forth. They did a send off for Raul a couple years later after Schalke and all mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? There was a weird thing that happened there. But this situation is different because none of those players acted like Gareth. Mm-hmm. None of them. Even Casillas, who probably deserved to act like that because he was the worst. He was treated he, the worst out of anybody. Yeah, in he my came, he's been there s- since he was a teenager. Yeah, you know? and he's won Champions Leagues at 19 and shit like that. You know World Cup I mean? winner. World Cup winner, yeah. Euro, Euro, all that, right? The CV you want at that club. Yeah, yeah, of course. But then you have, like, when you think of players and you think of, like, these... You think of like maybe like a Sergio Ramos. There's Benzema who's quietly just fucking destroying everything right now. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that for years. He's had his moments, but he, you know what he did? He just sacked up and was like, all right, I just need to fucking put my head down and ball out. And just be a part of the team. And that's what he did. Yeah. And that's what he did. And everyone, like he's a, he's a legend at Madrid now. Everyone fucking loves Benzema. Mm-hmm. Marcelo, another example, yeah. right? Just core, core Madrid player. Dude. Tony Cruz, quiet, just a fucking machine. Playing probably better than ever right now at this moment. Scored a fucking beautiful goal for Germany. That, like, just be quiet and get your shit done mentality gets people far at that club. Mm-hmm. It gets them far at the club. Whether other people, outside forces, believe it or not, it's not fucking true. If you watch the players every game, you see what happens. You think Tony Cruz and Luka Modric are, like, are like bitching and complaining? No, they're fucking... Working hard, dude. They're yeah. just working hard. They're doing what they got to do. You know what I mean? And they're, they're, they're acting like they want to be there. They've won everything multiple times. And they're still fucking getting after it. You know what I mean? So this, this weird, like, aloof um, prima donna-ism. And then his fucking agent, dude. Oh, my God, dude. I, I have the quote somewhere. I think I have it. Hold on. This is what he said. I, already, I don't even need to look at it. He said, the flag was intended for media, not for the team. What? It's like the Spanish newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, bro? What are you talking about? Like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Madrid, 
No representatives or fans or players or anything at Madrid is going to see that. It's for the media. Oh, okay. What? I mean, the Spanish media is notoriously just insane. Yeah. So. There was a, I, I don't know if I told you about this. There was a Spanish, uh, like, it was the first couple days of the international break when Adidas just released their new kits. It was like last, it was like early last week. And um, one of the guys asked Danny Carvajal, he goes, he's like, you know, let's do a hypothetical question. I'm like paraphrasing, but because it was in Spanish, it was a little bit long-winded, but he goes, I'm going to, let's do a hypothetical. Hopefully this never, ever happens. Hopefully this never happens. But let's say you're at a club and you get injured and then, you know, let's say it never happens, but you get injured and then you go and it's international break and suddenly you're, you're healthy and you go and you play for your country. What do you think about that? <laughs> and Danny Carvalho's like, like, I'm not going to answer that dude, like, straight up, you know. And yeah. people thought that guy was a clown. But then now, looking back, I'm like, Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, Spanish media is notoriously, like, ruthless. They're I mean, on, they have lip readers. They yeah, have mics everywhere. That's why all those guys, that's why Messi, I don't think you've ever seen Messi have a conversation without a, his fucking hand over his mouth, mm -hmm. you know, ever. So like I've seen other highlights of when, you know, on Monday night, on their match of the day, it's basically, like, breaking down all the back end talking. Who said what? Look, we, we see this conversation happening between these two players, and we've pulled out that they said this, 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 and that. Yep, they are, they are, you know, like, one thing I will say about Spanish culture, I would say attention to detail is second to none. Especially and, they, and, they, like, and they like soap operas. Yeah, and they like soap <laughs> yeah. operas. You know, when you think of, like, Spanish cuisine, it's so, like... Mm -hmm. Like, you know, molecular gastronomy and all that, that whole movement that happened down there. And, like, that is so... And, like, even the... the obviously, there's soccer, right? Mm -hmm. When you look at their soccer, how every little angle is looked at, right? Good or bad, whatever you think of it. Um, but the media reacts the same way. You're under a microscope. You're under an insane microscope from all angles, and I get that. And, you know... You're going to that club. You're going to the greatest club in the world. You're going to the 13-time champions. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Bro. It's a different, it's a different beast, man. What are you doing, man? It's like, not even like, there's been players far better than him yeah. that still haven't been able to get really in, like, legend status. Like, you're not, just even if you win. Yeah. Because that's just, like, the bare minimum is winning and scoring. Yeah, and... Like I said, man, you're not happy there. Don't go. Yeah. Sadly, what's happening, there's two options, I think. One of the options is because his buyout is so crazy, one of the options is China, and that seems like the most reasonable. And then they're talking about Spurs. The Spurs option, I don't know how that's going to happen. I think Spurs is going to have to waste the entirety of any budget that they have, which I don't know. On you're not going to be able to build any depth after you get Bale. Yeah, but Gareth Bale is a Tottenham legend. Mm -hmm. Gareth Bale at Tottenham was a fucking monster. Mm -hmm. He single-handedly destroyed that inter-squad, uh, went deep in the Champions League, actually lost to Madrid in the, in the semifinals, but he was a monster for a long, long time, like untouchable, untouchable. Uh, but I don't know, man. Like, I'm just over this guy. I'm like... I feel like when people are outwardly assholes, like if they just act like assholes, then like like Ramos, like I love it because he's not he's not like hiding who he is. He's not people know who Sergio Ramos is and he's polarizing. Mm -hmm. He's the type of player that I want at my club 
And if he's not on my club, I fucking hate him. Uh-huh. He's at my club. I love him. Yeah. So he wears his heart on his sleeve. He's not hiding who he is. I feel like people like Bale and Messi, to some degree, a lot of people are going to hate this, but they're kind of like... Fake, fake is such a like weird word to say in this situation, but I just feel like they're... I feel like they're acting a certain way and then th- like behind closed doors they're maniacs or like weird and some like neurotic and like controlling and like you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i get that vibe from from gareth bale i feel like he's a bit of a prima donna and i just i lost all respect for him man it really really like bummed me out when i saw that i was like oh man because i thought this season he seemed to be getting along like getting on well the early in the season he was playing well seemed to be enjoying himself he was smiling and stuff so i was like cool and then this happens. I'm like, the injury happens. The him playing for Wales happens, and I was like, okay, here we go again. And then the fucking flag, and I'm like, all right, get, just get the fuck out of here. Like, what what are you doing? Just leave. Just go. Just just go. Go play golf. Get out of here. He's gone. Yeah, we're fine without you, bro. We're fine. Yeah. Completely fine. Ugh, very irritating. Um, MLS talk. Let me talk about Emery real quick. Okay. God what happened? Damn. It's just, did you see the Mkhitaryan quote? No. He basically went into detail on, like, why he feels like it never worked out at Arsenal. Oh, Mkhitaryan. And he just kind of shed some light on, like, what's being said in the dressing room, what the tactics are. Oh, do tell. (laughs) And it's just more evidence of the fact that this guy is trying to implement a very kind of rigid playing style, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And it just, like, kills me because 90% of the players on that team are free form style. Yeah. Like yeah. they want to play in a free form way. Way. And I think Emery is trying to put in a bunch of rules and rules and you gotta go here and there. You move here and like it reminds me of when Rafa went to Madrid and the players were like, What the fuck are you doing, dude? Uh, exactly. <laughs> he was trying to show uh, Luka Modric how to like properly strike the ball. Yeah. And Luka Modric is like what? what? <laughs> it reminds me of when one of our cousins is like spends 30 minutes on his like levels and tactics and pressing style on, on FIFA and you still lose 3-0. Like, <laughs> it's just like, it does, soccer does not work that way. Yeah. It doesn't work like, well, if you move at 20% here, this and there, yeah. then, then he can come here. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. And especially with yeah. all the talent we have in that team, you have to let them just play ball. Yeah. And let them move where the play dictates, not where your game plan dictates. It just makes you more frustrated. It just it's just aggravating as hell because like I want to believe in this manager. And I don't know if we're gonna get rid of him. I don't know. I don't know the, if we're gonna make Champions League. The most insane thing to me is the amazing quotes afterwards where he's like, Yeah, no, that's technically how we wanted to play. I'm like, You guys lost four zero. What? Are the game against, after Leicester, I was like, <laughs> yeah. he, his quote saying like, you know, we, we, we played our game. It just like, we were still working. I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, what game? Like, no, every, all the supporters are like looking at this team, just trying to figure out what are they doing? What is, what is the, the plan? We're trying to see the vision and no one can see the vision. And it's so unnerving because... We have, I think we have 
more than enough players to be successful. Bro, if he came out and said something like that after a Barcelona loss <laughs> or something, he would need a police escort out of Madrid. Like, dude, to say something that fucking... That's, like, rude. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're shitting on people when you say that. That's yeah. so, so fucked up. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't think... I think uh, Luis Enrique is off the table now. Maybe. Yeah, he's going, he's going back to Spain. Yeah, I think he's going, he's going back, back to Spain. Which is funny because the Spain manager is upset. I'm like, dude, the, the guy's daughter died. Like, maybe mm-hmm. just chill out a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think he said something like, I feel betrayed. I'm like, oh, my God. Relax, relax. It's just soccer. It's just soccer, right? <laughs> it's just soccer. <laughs> Says the two psychopaths that, like, cry over soccer games. Yeah, well, we'll see. They play at 7 a.m. on, on Saturday, and, and hopefully we can get a win. It would be play? nice to see a win. Who do you guys play? I think they play where? I, don't, I forgot where they play. I, just, I always focus on the time. Just know when you got to get up. Yeah. They are playing... Uh, Southampton. So I mean, Southampton is shit this season. So anything but three points. Uh, if we, I mean, Leicester beat them. What uh, was it? Eight zero. Uh, yeah, or yeah. like yeah, eight or nine. So you guys will probably lose two one or something like that. Oh, the Guardian reports <laughs> Granite Zaka is committed to an Arsenal return. Cool. Really, still feel bad for Zaka after that whole debacle. Yeah, not cool. I mean, so anyway, did you watch Hamill's Cup? <laughs> Sick ass segue. Sad bro. boy club. <laughs> Sad boy club. I did not watch MLS Cup, and like there was some people on Twitter like, "You should. Why didn't you watch it?" I'm like, I mean, I, I told you in the podcast. I'm like, you gotta watch it, man. I didn't give a fuck. I was so I was bothered. I you know like. True blue Angelino right here. <laughs> I wanted to fucking go to the game, man. Yeah. I like I really really like. I wanted to be there, and I wanted it to be LAFC. I'm sorry, okay? No, don't, no need to apologize. Uh, so I didn't watch it. I saw the results, and I was like, fucking, fucking Seattle, man. Congratulations, Seattle. They deserve it. Yeah. They you deserve it. Great club, great fans, great city. Yeah, I don't... Congratulations, uh, great you stadium. You can't really say anything bad about Seattle. Uh, I've always... When I went to Seattle and I got to work with them uh, for... The last time they won the, champ- the championship, we worked with them in Reigning Champ when they did their little collection. Uh, everyone at the club was amazing, super nice. Players were great. Obviously, the whole like, their whole setup is awesome, you know. So I can't shit on them. I'm happy for them. They came out and played the right way. They they need played the way they needed to play against us and and beat us, and that was good on them. That's all I really want to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Sounders. Congratulations. Way to be a model franchise for the MLS. <laughs> Congratulations, Sounders. <laughs> uh, let's move on. MLS draft happened uh, Tuesday. Uh, Mr. Lee Wynn leaving LAFC. Where's he off to? Uh, Inter Miami. Oh, wow. So He's the expansion, expansion boy. Yeah, so they released a list of... There's like this list of players you can protect from the new, um, from the new expansion teams coming in. And then there's a list that is unprotected. So essentially, I believe each expansion team gets to select a couple of players. I think it's, I think it's one player from each. I think it's a total of five unprotected players total in the MLS. Wow. So they pick Lee. And to be honest, Lee is such a, like, 
is such a like high level veteran mm-hmm. that it just I mean if I was in Miami I would get it's into it's a no brainer it's a no brainer it just bums me out because he took so well to the city he was super excited about being here he was very well embraced and he was a fan favorite every time he went in for us he was lights out I think I think he was a I think it was a I think he was a great player and I, I think, think he was a really good ambassador for engaging yeah. with the Asian community too 100%, 100%. in terms of bringing in that demographic mm-hmm. to soccer mm-hmm. to the club and doing just a lot of work outside of outside of the game. Yeah. And I think it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, that was very cool to see because yeah. uh it, it it's it's pretty rare. You know, you don't you don't always get that from You from know, your I place. think we're I think we're a little bit lucky too because let's say you get drafted by like I'm not trying to shit on where anyone lives or whatever, but like if I'm someone, if I'm a young player or an older player and there's a an option to go to LA or to go to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to LA. You know what I mean? Like that's, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I think we're lucky in that players g- generally want to come here. They enjoy coming here. Mm-hmm. And not only that, the team, not the team atmosphere and the whole vibe and everything is awesome. So, um, yeah, I think it's, 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 uh, Miami's a, a beautiful place, great destination. Um, I think he's just feels, I think he's a little bit bummed. I think he's, uh, you know, he's going to get uprooted and seem to be happy here. And like, like I said, fan favorite. I'm going to miss him sorely. So uh, hats off. Thank you for everything, Mr. Lee Wynn. Moving along. MLS versus Liga MX All-Stars officially announced for January, I believe. Um, In January? I'll double check that. Is it? Usually it's during the season or is it just going to be like an uh, exhibition? It might. You know what? That's a good question because last time when did we go to MLS? It was uh, it was over the summer, I believe. But see, uh, Liga Mekis has weird. Um, has I have a totally different calendar. Yes, yeah. has a very weird calendar. So let's see. It's <clears throat> uh, a joint All-Star game in 2020. And it's gonna be at uh, Bank, right? It is gonna be at the Bank, which is. There's going to be a lot of Liga Mekis fans there. Oh, yeah, buddy. It, it, it sounds like a great move in terms of like... Um, yeah. I mean, it's just going to be a spe- for an exhibition game. Yeah, yeah You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I think it might be a chance. It, I just want us to see more Latin American fans engaging with the bank and realizing... I think there's still a lot of people that Engaging, yeah. like, no, just like Liga Mekis fans. Oh, you know like what I mean? a, okay, like yeah, sure. That that haven't experienced that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, okay. What the heck? None of this says when it's gonna be. Um, it's official and all star. The iceberg. Oh, it'll be July 29th, Excuse me. So we'll okay. be over the summer. Yeah, that's what it was last time I believe when we went to Chicago. I think it was. Yeah, I think it's about the same time. So it'll be July 29th. Cool. Um, yeah, just basically initiate more people with that venue because it's a spectacular <laughs> venue. You know? I think. I think. I enjoyed having the European clubs. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much the European clubs enjoyed it, but I think yeah. it was cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it was cool. For us to see that, I was kind of watching like some of the, uh, they did like the MLS, uh, what is it called? Like not the, like the equivalent to the dunk contest. 
Um, oh, like a skills challenge? They did like a skills challenge this past season. It was like Atletico uh, versus like MLS All-Stars. And, you know, it was pretty cool. It, was, it wasn't like the most exciting thing, but it was pretty cool. I remember seeing that a lot more of that in the 90s. Yeah, the MLS did one. Mm-hmm. MLS did a weird one because it was back then. It was like East versus West in MLS. Uh huh. Yeah, and like trying to score a goal from a corner kick. Yeah, trying to score or like <laughs> who's the fa- like weird like pace challenges. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It was cool. Um, I'm so like on some level, I'm not like I'm not the biggest fan of I'm not a big fan of of uh, Liga MX. I'm sorry to those of you that are like it's just not my thing. It's I've never been into it. It's always like. The league has always been a bit confusing to me with the two seasons, and then with their relegation system, they don't, they kind of don't have one, but they do, but they don't. It's really weird. Um, it's so, it's so funny you mentioned that because when I was a kid, it was it'd be on the TV all the time. I thought it was on silent. <laughs> anyway, it was on the TV at all times. I didn't have cable, so and I just never knew how the league worked. And how the championships work. I still kind of don't and, know. And, and then there was no one around me at the time that could explain it to me. But I loved watching it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, when you wa- sit down and watch a game, the the level of play is usually high. The atmosphere is always on point. And then to me, they've had some of the best kits in history. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liga Mekis has amazing kits. So on, like, all levels of, like, what I like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um... But I fully, like, to me, Mexican teams are much stronger than MLS teams, and it's been proven over and over in CONCACAF Champions League mm-hmm. and all these things. Uh, however, MLS All-Stars versus the guy Mexican All-Stars, I think, is a different situation. I think, like, competitively, like, on just for one game, the best of the best. Because it's not like Carlos Vela and his team or, like, Joseph Martinez and his team. It's Carlos and Joseph and Jonathan Dos Santos and blah, 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 yep. know, so on and so forth. So um, I think it's going to be fun. I think the atmosphere is going to be crazy. So for that reason, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think it's going to be an it's amazing... It's going to be a huge party. It's going to be a big party. It's going to be a big event. Um, naturally, I, I expect... Uh, I think it's going to be the most colorful the bank has ever been. <laughs> yeah, th- this is what I mean by like... That sounds like a great idea because just the amount of people that are going to en- engage and party and eat and watch football, it's going to be great. Yeah, no doubt. And I think one thing that people don't realize about MLS All-Star is it is a similar to like NBA All-Star or something like that. It's kind of like a week-long thing. Mm -hmm. It's not just like a couple days and fucking... like No, it's like a whole thing, right? Yeah. So I'm excited for that stuff. I'm excited for like the parties and for the chance to interview people and talk to people and meet people and so on and so forth. So... I'm I'm looking forward to it being in LA certainly uh, and at the bank. I want, like you said, the bank to be seen on a level from from all over. I want mm-hmm. everyone to see and experience that vibe. I wonder what it's going to be like for the supporters if the supporters are going to have their sections. If that's it's probably not going to be the case. No, it might be <coughs> like I have a feeling like it might be the same way as when they played Dortmund. No, for Dortmund they had the supporters were there. Well. Y- yeah, you had the supporters in there, but anyone could buy tickets. Like it was just yeah, but it like, was there were like numbered seats. Yeah, but it was still like it wasn't general admission because it's it's like a FIFA event. There was like a different rule. That's what they explained to my friend who had to like exchange his tickets. So maybe for like what they did versus um, no, the Vassell Kobe one was different also. 
because the supporters have their supporter section. This is going to be different. They're probably going to put the seats down. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like unchain the seats. Yeah. Because if I'm thinking like when they had the El Salvador game, I can think they had uh, El Salvador Honduras. Mm-hmm. I believe they just had the seats down. I wasn't. I didn't get to go to the game, but I, from what I saw like on Instagram. So for those that don't know what we're talking about, in the 3252, if you go there during the game, the, which is the supporter section of LAFC, the, there is a standing room only General section, admission. General admission section where the supporters sit or stand, I should say. There is There are these bars that kind of, almost like if you think of like a lap bar when you get in a roller coaster, it's similar to that, but they kind of stand in front of you so you can kind of like lean on those bars. Some people stand on them to kind of like get higher, get a better view, whatever, whatever. So they, when you're behind you, there are actual seats there, but they're bolted down. Mm-hmm. So you can't like pull the seat down to sit on it. It's locked, yeah. essentially. So I think for this game, they're probably going to unlock those seats and just have it like do whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, because it really wouldn't make sense to have just LAFC supporters there. Because like, there's certain FIFA rules for certain games. Yeah. Every, every it has to be an all-seater. Yeah. And that kind of goes around that rule where it's like, yeah, there's a seat for every every yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, man. I'm not not overly excited that it's Liga MX, but also very excited. Be excited at the same time because the mm-hmm. ambiance is going to be fucking awesome, of course. Um, last thing we're going to touch on. It's going to be a short episode. Obviously, we didn't have a ton of soccer to, to uh, look at. It was an international break. Um, so nothing super exciting other than, I mean, the U.S. beat Canada. Ooh, fucking big whoop. Um, yeah, Messi won a fake trophy because they beat Brazil and, like, Saudi Arabia or something. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. But <clears throat> last thing I want to touch on that's been a hot topic of the day. It is, Wow. Uh, the Chicago Fire's new branding. Rough. Oh, my goodness. It's rough because I think it was the previous identity was one of the better ones in the league. I didn't really anticipate them wanting to tinker with it or change it up. And the revolution still remains the OG so we were talking about 90s <laughs> soccer-tainment branding. The OG of the OGs. The only one that's left on... Well, DC United changed theirs. They did. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember we were talking about it earlier, and you're like, oh, th- there's, there's just still the same. But no, no, they, they revamped it also. But they kept pretty much the same ethos, right? Like, it's pretty... Or the yeah, same yeah. Core. Let's see here. <clears throat> oh, yeah. There's of the OGs... None of them are the same. Except for Revolution. Except for the Revolution. What is DC United what did DC United used to look like? I'm trying to look at it right here. It looked like just like the normal the 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 bird? The shield. It was a, the shield the shield the, the bird and had like soccer balls underneath the wings. Did it have soccer balls in the original one? Because I'm looking at this one and, and this one doesn't have it. Maybe I'm tripping. Or it had a uh, I think the original original one had no, I think that's the original one, dude. It has like, he just has like a star right here on his yeah, chest. Yeah, in the chest. I think that might be the original one. Oh, no, no, you're right. Yeah. The, the OG one had the, the, the uh, wings kind of 
went further out, mm -hmm. like like went outside the borders of the badge, and then there was three stars across the chest with like some stripes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're right. Slight, but see, that's a good that's a good way to change it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still ultimately it has the same soul to it. Yeah, the Columbus Crew, similar thing, did a great job. This is just what the fuck, dude. I mean, you, it's just you just you don't dump the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who, and, and, and unfortunately, it's like on the the negative end of what it's a design tr like trend. It's called hipster branding. It's just like, oh, if we just do this and and, and make it super minimal in certain shapes, and uh, boom, it's a new identity. But it's like. Why do you have to just like destroy everything that you had before? Like there was nothing that the the old one made sense. Yeah, you know, it, uh, it, it's it's a bummer. Uh, this is horrible, in my opinion. Uh, I think, kind of what you alluded to, it's a disconnect. Like there's a lack of there's a clear lack of understanding of what the club was is uh, what, what the I, what the city I had a is. conversation with a friend I don't, I'm not going to like say his name or anything but he has close ties with the club he know with Chicago um so I talked with him and I was like what did you think and he's like oh it's bad man he's like it's really bad he's like these guys didn't even know that like if you wear that logo in like a Latin Kings area there's going to be an issue because of the with the crown the way it looks yeah, yeah the crown and I was like, oh, wow, didn't think about that. And then also it was just like they didn't consult. I guess the firm that they hired was not from Chicago. And then I guess they didn't really consult any of the supporters or any of the... I mean, how do you not, like... I just don't... Under, I don't... I, I have no idea how you as a club, like, with you have a meeting with people within your club and you don't sit down and someone says, hey, we should consult people that really give a fuck about this. Like, they care a lot. Or just even pitch the idea to them. Like, we're, we're considering rebranding. Yeah. Would you guys be open to doing something like that? Yeah, and, and then you open up a, a little bit of a dialogue. You don't, obviously, you, you take into what, what they have into consideration, but, like, you don't just fucking go and do something like this. This is, like... Yeah. It's, it's kind of, like... So it, it, but it's definitely a very American-style way of going about handling your franchise and then the promo video. it's like no you like what we tell you what you what, what we present to you like you don't control what we do this yeah. doesn't belong to you yeah and yeah. that immediately alienates your fan base Massively. especially with and something like soccer you know historically they've uh you know over the past couple of years they've had big issues with their supporters group and there's been a lot of back and forth between the ownership or their front office and their supporters they've had issues uh, this is almost like another fuck you to those supporters, which is crazy. You know what I mean? I think that's wild and it's unfortunate and it's sad, um, especially with Chicago moving to the city where they're going to be more accessible to people within the city. So they're going to be they're going to be central and people are going to be able to go to the games. Um, I just think this is a massive L. Like I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why you wouldn't. All you have to do just tone deaf. All you have to do, man. Like. It's not rocket science. You just have to put your, like, put your, this is going to sound weird, but put your education and what you think you know to the side and listen to the people that have helped build the club. Listen to your supporters. Listen to your city. That's all you got to do. And then implement. Then execute. 
Then bring your education into it. But don't use your education, don't use your, what you think you know as a barrier to say, now nah, we're going to do this and you get this, that's it. That's, that's fucking horrible, man. And I, I feel like, I can't say like entirely, but I just feel like that's what this is because it's so disingenuous and it's not even like, I'm not even reaching when I say that. Go on Twitter and look at some of the comments. People are not liking Yeah, I was it. just looking at the Instagram comment and they're just like the, the most liked comments like, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to it? Like, oh no. <laughs> what did you do to my club? What did you do? Yeah. It's no one asked for that. So fucking not even close to the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, dude. It's just wow. How does that happen at a at a level like this? Something happened at, with Everton. Remember when that happened? Yes. They did it. Didn't really consult everyone about it, and they only ran it for one year. Because obviously they made a bunch of fucking jerseys and clothing and merchandise. And then they talked to someone and then they agreed on something that made more sense. And I think a lot of people, it was before the age of the internet and before the age of people being able to voice their opinions, I would have felt the same way about the Arsenal badge when it happened. Because I think that was the first kind of very corporatized European soccer badge. It's funny, you know, when we think about... I think about Juventus. It was a really big polarizing one, right? Mm-hmm. Where they went with the the J or whatever the fuck they have now. I still am not a fan of it. The only reason I be, I was like, oh, it doesn't look bad on a kit. Mm-hmm. This is gonna look fucking weird on a kit. Like this is weird. This is like a badge. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like an embroidered piece. Mm-hmm. This is a terrible looking, ugly badge. That looks like a fucking. I, it's just wild, man. It's I, just I it's it. like you get some you 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 have something that everyone's bege- become used to, appreciates, runs it, identifies with it, and then you say we're changing it, and this is what this is what it is now, and you have something that uh, it's gonna be a really tough ass for people to like trying to connect with this. Yeah. You know, it's just like not everything like not everything can be done on paper. Not everything exists through like a board meeting and and drafts and just through a formula. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, people, I think what happens is, and this is in having experience and it's, it, you see people working at clubs, you see people working at MLS that have a bit of a, have, just have a, they're not in the culture and they're not in soccer. They have a degree and they got a, they got a job working in sports or working in whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when these decisions, when you see decisions like this, be ma- they're, they're made, you're like, that's th- to me, that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? It's like people like that, that made these decisions and it's, oh man, it's a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. But also when I look at clubs like LAFC and I see that they're, I don't think this would ever go down at a club like that just because they would. No, because they're, fun- they're founded on, certain ideals and commitments not just being a sports franchise they want to be more than a sports franchise that's the difference here think about something like this happening at Dortmund oh at Dortmund yeah it's just or at even like Manchester United or just you you want it to be these are institutions you want the fire to be an institution they've won won the MLS championship it needs 
to reflect that history 100%. and to abandon that. It's it, it's shitty. I mean, it's. I guess when the galaxy rebranded, that kind of made a little bit of sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the logos now, and I'm I'm kind of going over like glazing over some of them. The sporting uh, sporting KC one, that was probably. I mean. The thing is, like what those what those clubs had in place, like the Galaxy and the Sporting KC one, like those are pretty outdated, right? They were pretty, mm-hmm. like kitschy and like corny and just like very like a super Americanized early soccer, right? Like you would see that almost like you would see those logos on like soccertainment, yeah, soccertainment, fuckingtainment, exactly. So. There, there became this like the Houston Dynamo, which fucking God knows why they did that. Who? Real Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake. Like, when that started happening, I was just like, oh God, like what are you doing? It's like immediately from like zero connection to soccer to like almost pandering, like oh we'll put Real in front of it, and that that'll make it soccer. Yeah. In Utah. <laughs> it's so weird because you're seeing the spectrum of like Miami's logo is fucking amazing. Like, I think Miami might have the best logo in MLS. Their shit is fire. And it speaks to their city. You think of Miami, like, when you see that logo, right? Like, that's a mm-hmm. fucking amazing logo. That's a great logo. I like Minnesota's, the Loons. Obviously, I like LAFC's. Um, I like Phillies. They'll hold the Don't Tread on Me, uh, the Snake, and tying back to the, the roots of Philadelphia. I think that's awesome. The Timbers with the Axe is fucking fire. You know, there's 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 some good logos. I like NYC, NYCFC's logo. Um, then you got like Nashville's, Real Salt Lakes, which is terrible. The other thing I don't like is it has almost identical color palette to Real Salt Lake now. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the th- they're gonna their whole like their colors are gonna change and everything, huh? Yeah, well, yeah. Before it was red, white. There was like a gray and a blue. But now they brought in the yellow. Dude, historically, the Chicago Fire have had some of the best kits in MLS also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like the, the red with the white yeah. across the chest. There's such a like hodgepodge shit show of, of logos in MLS. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Well, I mean, that, I mean that's just, just like bad. the American charm. Like we, we, I we, guess. We I, treat, you know what? Yeah. We I guess. treat our like sports teams in a very weird, playful manner. Yeah. Like even the the NFL, some of the NFL team logos and merch is kind of wild. Yeah. Hockey, basketballs, like historically, I mean, look at look Toronto Raptors branding from, tw- you know, 20 years but ago. But then you look back on it and you're like, ah, the, yeah, cool. there's a charm to it. <laughs> yeah. It's like you really dig through it and you're like, okay, it's actually kind of weirdly char- like the Pistons. Sure. Pistons I mean, like I was shitting on the Wizards, you know, the... Before they were sporting uh, sporting KC, they were the Kansas City Wizards. But and now brought- you look, you look back at the logo and you look back at some of the kids, and you're like, oh shit! And they've done they've actually done some some branding and some cool shit on their own. Uh, they brought this homage. jersey back. Yeah, paying homage to it, which is good on them. That's awesome. Um, that 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 black Kansas City kit with like the wavy rainbow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's like a, a little callback, you know. Well. Uh, that's all I have to say about that, man. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? I, I think we're done. That was a I nice, think we're good. short and sweet episode. Obviously, with more uh, soccer kicking off uh, throughout the week, we're back to Champions League next week also. Real Madrid, PSG. Can't fucking wait. Gareth Bale, I don't want to see you. We'll be back in a week. Goodbye, everyone. Cheers, guys. Bye. Oh, oh, and we're on iTunes now. Oh, yeah, we're on iTunes now. Finally. Yeah, that took a while. I don't really know... We thought it was our name at first. For a second, because we were, I got to like nine episodes. I'm like, why isn't 
why do they keep rejecting us? They hate <laughs> us. And I'm just was reading like why why would iTunes have an issue with approving your podcast? And I was reading like oh like the title the, the if it's seen as lewd or vulgar I'm like oh god like is this title like is, <laughs> yeah. is this what's keep is this our barrier of entry? Yeah. And then finally after episode ten, I got the approval email. Yeah. So we're and not- I was just like. Finally. Yeah, so I know it took forever. It's not even called iTunes anymore. It's called like Apple or whatever. But we're we're on it, so you can access us uh, through iOS, through uh, Spotify, and of course SoundCloud and Stitcher. Oh, and Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. it's just like whatever. I think we're on all like the major. We're all on the big boys platforms for people who want to listen to us. So please like, subscribe, review. Yeah. Now we just need to get some uh, some more listeners. Yeah, <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> All right, guys. Tell your friends. Tell your tell your friends. We will see you next week. Take right. care. Bye. Bye.